0: Hello and welcome to another episode of The Average Joe Football Show. I'm your host, Joe Fair. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Leonardo DiCaprio's Favorite Football Podcast. <laughs> Good job, Joey. Thanks, man. I appreciate that, dude. <laughs> Leonardo uh, DiCaprio. Yeah. DiCaprio. DiCaprio. I'm joined once again, obviously, by my illustrious producer, Joe Thiessen. How's it going, Joe? Good. Except the world is ending. Again. Again. for Again. The- fourth time every time the world is about to end for the first time for like it's about to get back to ending we start the podcast back up again what did you just say Sorry, I think I, I think I <laughs> yeah. blacked. I think I blacked out yeah, there for a second. Strokes, man. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> didn't make a lick of sense? What did I say? I don't even know. I think I blacked out there first. Maybe play. it
1: did make sense. I
0: just did not understand <laughs> it. But <laughs> basically, what I was, I don't think that made yeah, any sense. I was trying. To basically, I I do agree that I, what I said probably made no sense. <laughs> and I think looking back on it, it might be tough. <laughs> tough yeah, to man. To do. Um, That's bad. I was basically what I was trying to say was that every time like the world starts to end, like. COVID COVID starts again, then we start the podcast back up, because when, oh, okay. when we first started the podcast, then that's when COVID started. Yeah, yeah. And now COVID was almost away, and now it's back again, stronger than ever. Yeah. And we're back again, stronger back than back ever. Again. Stronger than ever. That's right. We're back. We had a week off.
1: Joe, how was your how was your week off, man? It was good. It was actually, yeah, it was decent. Nice. We had a good New Year's, good Christmas. Good Christmas. Nice. Get anything um, nice for Christmas? Yeah, so many things, man. Nice.
0: I'm not going to tell you what. Yeah, no, we don't need to get into that, really. But what did you get? Yeah, I had a birthday. Thanks for that. Um, oh, yeah. You actually so, never, even, you never even texted me on my birthday. I saw you that day. I said it to you in person. No, you didn't. You were not there.
1: Yes, I was. You, did not, you didn't
0: see me on... Oh, yeah, you saw me. At, okay, yeah, you did. Yeah, we played poker together. Yeah, Christmas. but that was like, at the very end of the day. I, I would expect forgot it was te- your birthday. Yeah, I f- would expect a text from you, though. Kay. You cannot be mad that your birthday's on Christmas Day, yeah, well, I, I'm, I'm not saying I'm mad about being on that day. I'm just saying like we're friends. we see each other. I lot. know, you would have thought that I don't know, at some point you would have been like, "Oh Christmas, yeah, that's Joe's birthday. No, I was
1: thinking about baby Jesus's birthday yeah, he was
0: shot me a text. Well, I mean obviously him first, but I could be secondary. I could be like at some point within the first like 13 hours of the day, you think I would have come I would have yeah. come up. want me to be honest with you i did not think
1: once during the day that it is joe's birthday until i got to that family gathering that you were at Mm -hmm. and then somebody said happy birthday and i was like oh my goodness it's joe's birthday yeah and you cannot be mad at me for that Uh, because it's on a special day yeah like if my birthday was on
0: valentine's day you wouldn't Remember either Yes I would Valentine's Day Are you kidding me That's it's, it's easier to remember Birthdays if they're On special days I just I don't know It would have been Nice to have a text Yeah Just like Hey happy birthday But anyways Leonardo DiCaprio Yes DiCaperson. Sorry Leonardo DiCaprio uh, The reason Joe Was laughing at me When I said it at the Beginning is because I struggle to say That sometimes I, I just kind of I am a mumbler You make it one And word. I think we, we Established that early In the podcast Where sometimes I'll be In the middle of Saying a sentence And I'll just I'll just get through it, and whether it makes you'll, sense or not, just I'll just go. get through yeah. it. Like I know where I'm gonna to go.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna get there. You don't know. You don't know the middle piece. You know, kind of <laughs> how you want to start and what it's how it's supposed to end. And yeah, you know. just.
0: Sometimes when I listen to myself back on the podcast, I'm like, that didn't work. Yeah, what I just did. No, For I do me, it too.
1: It's I. I try to talk way faster than mm-hmm. my than I can. My brain goes way faster than my mouth
0: possibly can. Yeah. I get too no. excited. Yeah, but Leonardo DiCaprio. We were discussing. I think we even discussed this on the pod a few weeks ago. How Leonardo DiCaprio is uh, the best actor, or one of the best actors, and that Jennifer Lawrence shouldn't have complained for not getting paid as much as him. Yeah. Um, Listen, I don't. I
1: cannot say actually too much. I did not read the article. I'm not. Me neither. You think
0: I? I I don't think I read that. that. I just heard the rumor, and now I'm assuming what I know. Listen, (laughs) I just don't think that anybody in the world really who could complain. You're not getting paid as much as Leonardo DiCaprio.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because the role that he played in the new movie, uh, Don't Look Up, Yeah, the Netflix movie, the role that he played in that movie,
0: nobody else in that movie oh, played man. played that kind of role. He like, was outrageously good yeah like the movie was fine it was not like it was not the best movie it, it was some funny things Jonah Hill was really funny yeah and there were some moments uh that were that were good mm-hmm. but I just found myself so many times during that movie I turned to my wife and I'm like Leonardo DiCaprio is just killing it right yeah now. yeah like he played that
1: role in every role he does I mean, he is phenomenal but oh, like yeah. he killed it he did it amazing in this role and uh yeah nobody else uh and, yeah, and
0: beat it. I watched it before that watched Catch Me If You Can for the first time all the way through. I'd seen clips of it and I'd seen certain parts. Watch it all the way through. Have you seen that movie? Um, no, I think I've seen part of it. I don't think I've watched the whole thing. Highly recommend. Tom Hanks is in it too. Tom Hanks maybe is the one guy that could complain that he's not getting paid what Leonardo DiCaprio's you getting. You think paid. he's
1: almost as good as Leonardo DiCaprio. I think
0: Tom Hanks is one
1: of the greatest actors of all time. Man, you know I have not watched enough Tom Hanks movies. Then he's in um, he's I, in everything, man. He's big. I haven't seen Saving Private Ryan. I haven't seen uh, Forrest Gump. I have not seen Forrest Gump. That's
0: insane that you haven't seen Forrest Gump. Um,
1: wow, I have not seen, but I I've seen Philadelphia.
0: Philadelphia, yeah, I've seen that one too. Uh, I haven't um, seen I haven't seen Captain Phillips. Is that what it's called, Captain Phillips?
1: No, I just, it's Philadelphia. No, worry. I'm the captain now. Oh yeah, I'm the yeah. I'm the captain. And
0: he's got another one, Sully. That's where he's also a captain,
1: Sully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should watch those.
0: This is good podcast content. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Let's, Let's go podcast. over all the movies we haven't seen. Yeah. Oh
1: yeah, I actually been meaning to watch that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Totally. Oh yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. For sure. Dude. I watched the movie last night. Actually. Okay. It was uh. <laughs> okay. You're gonna like this. Okay. I'm gonna play devil's advocate here.
0: You know, I'm a kind of a uh. Hang on for a second. Can I guess what movie you watched? Yes. So you were discussing that it had Robert Pattinson in it. Okay. I'm trying to think of, there's one big movie series that had Robert Pattinson in it, but I don't think it's, it's not Twilight. No. You didn't watch Twilight. No. I would have to commit to like eight movies then. Yeah. That's a big commitment. Okay. I actually can't guess. You go ahead.
1: You would never have guessed it. Okay. Um, i was gonna guess twilight but as i started to guess i was like it's not twilight <laughs> no it's definitely not twilight okay uh it's a movie called good time good time good time all right so i'm in <laughs> i'm in for a good time it's an indie movie oh and you know i'm kind of like a movie guy you know i'm kind of like a movie like i don't know like a stan <laughs> i don't know you think you are <laughs> what yeah no carry on yeah so like i like i love movies i watch a lot of movies and you know I love to you know rate movies and stuff, and I like to get down to the the mm-hmm. nitty gritty and you know dissect the movie really to see what's on the inside and what you know hidden meanings anyways, this is an indie movie, so they're kind of weird, kind of quirky <laughs> um they're different but one thing i was well i I thought about while I was watching it was um <laughs> is are indie movies um just bad or are they?" Are they meant to be art? Like, are they meant to be bad, or are they meant to just be that way, in a good way? (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? You know, (laughs) yeah. Like this movie at the end did not make sense at all. There was a character in the movie that was in the movie till like halfway through, and then all of a sudden something happened. She got taken away, and there was no mention of her throughout the rest of the movie. And she was pretty significant, I would think. Yeah. And so I was like, is this movie like? Bad,
0: or is it just supposed to be like that? <laughs> Listen up. <laughs> I, mean? I actually have some. I uh, totally get what you're saying. You know, it, the, I feel, feel like the l- art is so relative, and oh, I feel like yeah. the the line between good and bad, it's it's, it's tough. It's so. It's it, like
1: it's tough to th- say like this was a bad movie or this was a good movie. Yeah. And especially with any movies, cause like, is it is it bad or is it just supposed to be like that? Real quick, you
0: know? Shakespeare sucks. I don't care what anybody says. Hey, just for a second. Yeah, I. Yeah, I thing you were talking about about a character disappearing. Yeah. And never coming back. Okay. There's a character in one of the Shakespeare plays. I believe it's Romeo and Juliet. If I'm not mistaken, that same thing happens. I think what's his name, Benvolio or something. Joe, I never did Shakespeare in school. Uh, okay, Shakespeare. This guy disappears, and the, he's never talked about again. And there's it doesn't say where he went. He was a pretty big character in the in the in the thing in the play. And nobody ever says anything and, oh, Shakespeare's a genius and, uh, uh, you know, amazing. It's like, no. Why was Shakespeare so well, like, liked anyways? I he was the only one that knew how to write back then.
1: <laughs> yeah, dude. He was the only, the only literate person yeah. around or what? It's
0: not tough competition. Like, they were and, just
1: learning to read. Yeah. I yeah. don't know. I feel like I'm kind of I'm kind of into art yeah. and stuff. So, I feel like I can maybe build an appreciation for Shakespeare if I really tried. Yeah but I feel like it would take a lot. I, we read um, yeah. The Merchant of Venice. Yeah, that's actually low-key, not bad, Merchant of Venice. Yeah, I actually
0: don't mean that Shakespeare sucks. I, I don't actually mean Yeah,
1: that. I think the story of The Merchant of Venice is, is super cool. Like I, yeah. I,
0: like the whole pound of flesh. Though, so anyways, Macbeth league. is pretty good too. <laughs> Come to think of you know it, what? Shakespeare's actually kind of the goat. <laughs> He's kind of the goat. Um, Shakespeare could tell Leonardo DiCaprio that he needs to get paid. Yeah, more than I him. think so. I think so. Anyways, sorry, I don't want to like we. I feel like I moved really quick away from your indie thing. Yeah, that you're saying so
1: weird movie. I actually, I really enjoyed it though. But you know, for me, I, I appreciate the little things. And what I've noticed, and what, what I took away from Don't Look Up. Um, is that even if I didn't love that movie so much, like it was a good movie, but I didn't love it. But his role that he played made the movie for me. Like mm. I loved it. So I loved his role that he played so much that it kind of made the whole movie. And in this one, it was the same thing with Robert Pattinson, pa- Patterson or Pattinson. I think it's Pattinson. Pattinson. I okay. So. I don't want to it Paddington, <laughs> Robert Paddington. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, the role that he played phenomenal, like incredible. He's an incredible actor. Yeah. And um yeah, this movie was awesome. And uh and you excited big. for him as the new Batman? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I'm excited looks, like, too. It looks good because it it's a little bit good. of a
0: weird, out of the blue thing to have him be Batman. Ben yeah. Affleck, I could never have been less excited about anything yeah. ever in the whole world. Yeah. Um, but when yeah, because like when Heath Ledger was first announced as like the Joker, everybody's like, "That's the dumbest thing ever. How could he ever be Joker?" Mm-hmm. He ended up just being the best thing. Yeah. Yeah. Ever in a movie. Yeah. Like, just incredible. So, um, yeah, I'm excited. I, I, I'm i excited to see how that goes. Because like, mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people hated it at the beginning, but it's like, those are often the ones that surprise you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Robert Pattinson, oh. he's okay.
1: Yeah, he's good. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I'm going to probably watch a few more Robert Pattinson movies before I watch it. I'm going to watch The King with Timothy Chalamet and, and him in it. Oh, let uh, me get me started. Basically, this movie, sorry, I know we're probably going a little long here. This yeah. movie's about that guy... And um, who uh, a guy who lives with his grandma and his mentally handicapped brother, and uh, so I think his his grandma's kind of mean or something. Uh, again, I don't get it. It they don't give a lot of backstory. Doesn't make a lot of sense. Have you seen it?
0: Yeah, I do. I watched it. You watched it? What do you mean? You have watched it already? Good time. The whole movie. Oh, this is the still the good time? This yeah. Is this, okay. This is a good time. Sorry, I thought you were what? onto a different one. Now
1: you just said a different movie. No, King I did not. Whatever. No, no, sorry. It's going back to this one. Okay. And uh anyways, yeah, he robs a bank with his <laughs> mentally handicapped brother. And then he gets away but his brother doesn't. So his brother gets put in jail. Gets a snot beat out of him. Oh. And then his the basically, can I spoil the movie for you? Yeah, sure. Uh, I think you might want to watch it. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It Sounds okay. <laughs> you wouldn't you wouldn't end up liking it. Why? In the end? Cuz the ending? The ending? Yeah, the ending. Oh, uh, I bet you is it sad? I uh, don't spoil it okay i'm gonna you watch i want to movie. watch it yeah, yeah. It's actually it's pretty cool is this on netflix yeah it is okay it's only on netflix f- and for another week and a half though so we better watch son it son of a gun yeah we're going kind of long on this maybe we should
0: yeah maybe we should wrap it up i do want to say real quick before we did um show's going up oh no i'm not gonna say that because what do you mean the show will already be up i was gonna say the, show, the show's going up a little late this is not live <laughs> this is not live but we've been busy my phone's been broken it's f- fixed now Yeah, It's really felt like I became a better person. My phone wasn't working. Mm -hmm. I just didn't have a phone for a little bit. Really felt centered with myself. Everybody's just always on their phones, looking down at their phones. Not me. Not me. I was kind of like, you know, I was different this past week. It was not even a week. It was like three days I didn't have a phone. Crazy, man. Crazy. Um, Also, yeah. I don't know. I don't have anything else to say. That's good, man. I think we should get to some football talk. Okay. You
1: want to get out of here then? Sorry, you're trying to leave. Nah, man. Okay. All right, we're gonna bring Mike in. Uh, enjoy the rest of the show, everybody.
0: Yeah, ditto. And we're back after a week off, Christmas break, New Year's break. The boys are back. Mike's back on the pod, ready to talk some football. Uh, I'm back, Mike. How was your How was your time off of the podcast,
2: dude? Um, to be honest, Joe, it was great. Uh, a lot of ups, a lot of downs. Um, I'll just start off with saying, Christmas was good. Got a Mac Jones jersey. Absolutely love it. Nice. Um, new Year's was good. Uh, the new year hasn't been off to the hottest of starts, but that's fine. Well, we're gonna figure it out. Um, right. Lost in fantasy uh Patriots Did you lose lost in the the championship over the break no i lost the week before but i would have beat uh the guy in the championship if i would have made it there so that's kind of what sucks uh, but, uh i mean it is what it is we're just gonna move on but i mean yeah <laughs> no, it was a good break it was good some good time off good to to relax but now i'm ready for the new year and to, to start fresh nice about you man. joe
0: yeah no i had a good break it was i had a, i booked a little time off work it was nice to kind of reset get uh you know get some time off i don't get a whole lot of that i work a lot so it's nice to spend some time with family and and just have some time off went up north for a couple days uh just you know hung out in the snow with the family and stuff like that it was it was a good time did some ice fishing uh didn't catch any fish but other people did around me so that was that was all right but no had a had a birthday over over the break so oh yeah t- turned a year older um you know it was good it was good new years was kind of funny it's like the first year my wife and I, I feel like we're getting really old because we didn't actually have a new year's party. We didn't go to a new year's party. We just sat at home. We both decided to just sit at home and, and watch a movie and, and watch a couple of movies. And all of a sudden it was like four minutes past 12 and we're like, Oh shoot, happy new year. And we just like totally forgot about the whole new year thing. So that was like, I was like kind of felt old
2: doing that. Yeah, no, we uh we also didn't go to a party. Um, we just hung out with some friends and then we were playing some games. All of a sudden, we looked up and it was like 30 seconds too, Uh and it was like the most boring countdown. Like, not no (laughs) no shots taken at my friends or anything, but like it was so quiet and just like 10, 9, and then it happened. Happy New Year, and I was like, like it just (laughs) it was just not really there. But I mean, it was good times. Good good to get the new year behind us and you know start fresh. Sad news is NFL season's coming to an end. That's a bit uh bit sad, but yeah, also playoffs man. are fixing to start, Joe. Yeah, playoffs are starting. Uh your team's going to be in it.
0: We got that. We you know, we that's confirmed this weekend. Uh my team, well, not so much the exact opposite this weekend, but I think that things are exactly where they should be. The Patriots are back in the playoffs. The Dolphins continue to not be in the playoffs. Uh you know, the world is as it should be. So I can't complain too much, but uh, it was an it was an another fun couple of weeks. Well, fun for some people. <laughs> it was it was an all right first week for me while we were gone, and a and not so great second week. But Mike, you all I had kind of the opposite of me. Like two weeks ago, you had the Patriots losing to the Bills after they beat them the first time around, and then this last week, uh, the Patriots followed that up by just absolutely destroying. A, a, a helpless Jacksonville Jaguars team. I think it was like 53 to 10 or something was the final score. It was 50 to 10. 50 to 10. Okay, sorry. I gave him too much credit. 50 to 10 yeah. over the Jaguars. So I'm like, I want to know how you're feeling. That's how. I guess that's how we can start off uh, this week's. Football Talk. How are you feeling about the New England Patriots? They clinched a playoff spot. They're one of uh, a few teams to clinch a playoff spot spot this weekend after that huge win, but still you had that loss to the Bills a couple weeks ago. So what's the vibes over uh over there,
2: over there in Texas uh as a Patriots fan right now? Joe, we're all the way back. Um Patriots are back in the Super Bowl race. You know, we're right there. Um no, I I was telling co coworkers and some friends. I was like if there's any time we needed to play the Jacksonville Jaguars or Detroit Lions, it was week 17 or week 18. We needed a bounce back win after you know a brutal loss to the Bills, which we I think we should have won that game. It was right there. We were we were right there at the end, and just it just didn't happen. You know we lost to the Colts the week before, um. So you know we really needed a bounce back win, and what what way to uh, get better or what way to have a get back. Better. I don't even know what I'm saying, Joe. <laughs> Anyways, besides the point, it's just, it was the perfect time to play the Jacksonville Jaguars and get the offense rolling because, I mean, it they were rolling. Mac Jones was out there having to laugh with Bill Belichick. Like, it was just, it was a good feeling. And going into the playoffs, I think there's not a team that we can't beat. Um, okay. after this offense kind of got rolled, I'm not saying we're the best team in the NFL at the moment, but, you know, Damian Harris has been an absolute amazing back. He had another two or three touchdown game in this game. Um, I think if he's back. He's healthy. You know, that's a big help for our offense. Um, the receivers got going, which is good. We got Christian Wilkerson, who came up from the the practice squad. Almost had three touchdowns, dropped Dropped one of them, but he had a two-touchdown game in his first game up. I think Nikhil Harry's done. Um, I think he's gone, <laughs> uh, which, you know, I'll, I won't spoil too much for our hot takes. but Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I think he's gone. So our offense was rolling. The defense got back. You know, we had two or three interceptions, so – you know, all in all, I'm feeling great. I feel like we're going to no offense, Joe, go into Miami next week, keep it rolling, going to the playoffs <sighs> feeling pretty hot. Um, but yeah, no, I'm feeling good. I think that I think that going into the playoffs, I'm not honestly scared of any team right now cuz once you hit the playoffs, it's a new season.
0: Yeah, and that's that's the confidence that, you know, winning a championship as a fan can bring I know you've had the pleasure of winning many, many championships. But w- once you've kind of climbed that mountaintop and you've won that championship, I feel like if your team gets gets into the playoffs, you feel confident because you've seen it done before. You're like, "Oh, we can, we can win these a couple games." I know uh, a few years back when the when the Raptors. Uh, one that won the NBA championship. Like the next few playoffs, I'm like, I just can't imagine this team losing because like you you got to that mountaintop, you won that championship, you get to the playoffs, you're like, I can't imagine this team losing to any of these playoff teams. And obviously, the Raptors did end up losing to some playoff teams, but like I think th- that's like uh, that confidence can only come from a team that's you know been there before. Whereas like a team like you know a team like the the Bills or 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 a team like. I don't know the Titans, these other teams in the AFC playoffs that haven't been there before. You know they can't. It's it's probably harder for them to imagine winning the games, whereas with Patriots fans, it's probably easy. It's hard to imagine losing those games because they've won those games so many times before.
2: Yeah. Um. Let me uh. Let me ask you this, Joe. Um. We'll swing over to your uh. Your Dolphins. Well, um, we don't have to. <laughs> sad. No, I want to. I want to ask you a question. Sad the way they went out. You know after that amazing run. Would you have rather them continue to fall apart and finish the season maybe three, four wins or finish the way they did? Like I know the season's not over, but their playoff chances are gone out the window. Yeah. Um. I would have to say from an outsider looking in, I would be extremely proud of where the team finished from how they started. Um, but I want to get your take on what you think of the Dolphins.
0: Yeah, it's tough. And obviously, I, I've been going through it the last couple of days. Uh, I was disappointed, not surprised. Uh, about how Sunday went Uh, every time there's a must win game every time somebody tweets this is the biggest Dolphins game since this and this and this I know the Dolphins will blow it because this happened the same thing last year against Buffalo in the final week of the season it was a win and get in and they played Buffalo's backups for the majority of the game and they got blown out and what happens in this game they play a you know a beaten up Tennessee Titans team and they get destroyed and I, I wasn't surprised uh, but as far as your question goes, obviously, uh, obviously you like to win. And to go on that seven-game win streak was fun. And I think there are some positive things to take from this game. Uh, or, some, for, sorry, from this season. Not from this game at all. There's very few positives to take from the game. From this season, I think there are positive things. I think their rookie class is looking really, really good. Uh, Javon Holland is a monster. Jalen Waddles phenomenal. Jalen Phillips has played really well. I think that's encouraging. Yeah, you know the Mike's doing the Waddle, exactly. Jalen Waddle. Uh he's been awesome. Uh two has flashed at times. Uh, you know, there's 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 been some positive things. And it's just when you start one and seven, you don't leave yourselves You're very much room for error. And that's the this disappointing part is that they if they would have won one or two of those games, if they would have finished off the Jaguars when they had the chance, if they would have finished off the Falcons, made us got a stop against the Falcons, you know those are two very winnable games. They'd be in the playoffs right now if they would have if they would have won two two of those games, not started one and seven, not gone on a seven game losing streak uh, because if you go on a seven game losing streak, then going on a seven game winning streak after that doesn't really mean a whole lot uh, because you put yourself in such a terrible situation. So as far as you know what I have rather had them lose all the rest of the games. Absolutely not. I mean, they don't have their first-round pick, so it doesn't help at all for them to lose all those games. So it was definitely nice to to win some games down the stretch. Disappointing, and I think there's a lot of questions for the future of this team, and we can get into that more in the off-season. And it's just tough because after seven-game winning streak, you know, we're talking playoffs. We're talking what we can do to get to the playoffs, and in one, you know, grizzly loss later. Uh, now we're talking off season. We're talking well, what can this team do to improve? We're talking potentially replacing the quarterback. And it's just crazy how much one week can like swing the whole situation uh for Dolphins, Dolphins fans and for the Dolphins as a as a team.
2: Yeah, I got you. I got you. I mean, that is the NFL though, the nature of it. You know, one week you're on a high, one week you're on a low. It's just it's a week to week league. You just gotta play it by week and hope for the best, basically. Yeah, I do gotta say one thing before we get
0: into uh, maybe this should be hot. No, I won't save it for hot takes, but I'm just going to say, I think I'm, I, I think I'm, I'm done with Tua. Uh, I'm, I, I'm okay with moving on if the Dolphins choose to go there. Uh, that's kind of discouraging to say because I was, I bought his Jersey when he got drafted. I was a big Tua fan, like the, a year before he even, you know, was in the draft. I was a big fan of Tua, but uh, the Dolphins are going to have opportunities to go and get a, a a ready-made franchise quarterback this off season whether that's Deshaun Watson you know if he gets his legal situations figured out potentially Aaron like Rodgers Cam but, Newton potentially Russell Wilson I'm okay on Cam Newton I'll I'll pass on that one for now but Just kidding. It, if you have those options and I think the Dolphins have a legitimate option to get at least one of those guys uh, and that one being the one unfortunately that has legal issues right now I think if you have a legitimate chance and that all that gets figured out, you you move on because I think this this is a good team. I think their defense is championship caliber, I really do. I just think they need to fix the offensive line uh, and honestly, you put in a good quarterback and I'm not saying Tua is not good, Tua is fine, but after 8 years of Ryan Tannehill and you know, middling quarterback play, I don't want the 15th best quarterback in the NFL. I want I want an elite quarterback. I want a franchise quarterback. And I don't think Tua sucks by any means, but I want a guy that I can feel confident in, that can win games, and I don't think Tua is that guy right now. But I don't want to spend too much time talking about the Miami Dolphins and their disappointing uh, week this past week. Instead, why don't we talk a little bit about... uh, this this past week and how it how it uh, kind of shaped up and how the how the playoff picture has shaped up uh from this last week and uh so the way the playoffs uh sit right now this last week the Titans picked up obviously that big win versus the Miami Dolphins just destroyed them uh the the Chiefs fall to the Bengals so right now the Titans are now the number 1 seed in the AFC which you know, a few weeks ago would have been crazy to say. I mean a few weeks ago the Patriots were sitting at the number one seed uh, and now they're sitting at the number five seed. So teams in the AFC that have clinched this past week and and, and before that, Tennessee's clinched a playoff spot. Uh, they're a division winner. Kansas City's clinched a playoff spot. They're a division winner. Cincinnati's clinched a playoff spot. Uh, they're also a division winner. Uh, Buffalo and New, in New England, your New England Patriots, have also clinched a playoff spot. I Meaning, there's two playoff spots currently available in the AFC. Right now, those belong to the uh, Colts and the Chargers. However, the Raiders, Steelers, and Ravens still alive. This past week, the Dolphins got eliminated, the Browns got el- eliminated, and the Broncos got eliminated. But, uh, Mike, what are your thoughts on how the AFC sits right now uh, as far as the playoff picture goes or or any any outcomes from this past week, what are your thoughts on on the AFC playoff picture?
2: Absolutely flabbergasted, Joe. I mean, three weeks ago, I thought the Titans were done. They're toast. They're not even in the playoffs. And they're secretly one of the, or quietly been one of those teams that nobody is talking about. Like, they're just slowly doing their thing, finding ways to win. Uh, I believe Mike Vrabel has said it. You know, it doesn't matter how we win, how ugly it is. A win's a win. You know, we're gonna keep making wins happen. Now they have the uh, Houston Texans this upcoming week, and if they win that game, they are the number one seed. They get a bye week, and most most importantly, news and rumors have been speculating Derrick Henry is possibly going to be put activated to practice or cleared to practice this week, and they would have 21 days to activate him. And that, uh, that period of 21 days would be roughly around their first playoff game. Derrick Henry gets to practice, and they get the bye week. Joe, that is a scary team. I don't care if people are going to say Henry's not ready. I was one of them. Um, that is a scary team. Um, the Chiefs losing, really, that one caught me off guard. Um, did not see the Chiefs losing to the Bengals, but it kind of puts a wrench in their plans because now only one team gets a bye week, and they're the number two seed. So it doesn't look like they're going to the bye week. Cincinnati gets a big win, massive win. You know, they they clinch the division. Buffalo, New England, they're still fighting for the division. Um, Some stuff has to go right for New England. Some stuff has to go wrong for Buffalo for them to flip-flop. And then if you go down to Indianapolis, Los Angeles, um, Las Vegas, Pittsburgh, you know, Baltimore, those teams. um, Saw some crazy scenarios. If uh, the Colts end up losing to the the Jags, which I don't think is going to happen, but it could. The Chargers and Raiders could kneel the ball. I saw that for yeah. an hour straight, and they would both make it into the playoffs. Or if they don't decide to do that, the winner of that team is going into the playoffs. And if the Steelers win, I think they get pumped into the playoffs. And I think vice versa with the Ravens. I'm not sure. A lot of crazy stuff going to happen it's in very week Very right uh, <laughs> Yes, the AFC is a mess. It is unbelievable. The AFC is like
0: complete chaos like right now in the AFC like the dolphins are the 10th seed they're eliminated but Baltimore's the 11th seed and they're not eliminated they both have the same record i don't there's I mean, yeah the AFC is so convoluted and just a complete mess uh and there's still two playoff spots available yep. and there's you know a lot of teams that are that are still there um but one team i do want to talk about and you talked about them a little bit was the Cincinnati Bengals this past week they picked up a massive, massive, massive win against the Kansas City Chiefs, and I, I am so, so impressed with with the the, the Cincinnati Bengals these past weeks. Um, you know, if you would have told me five weeks ago that the Bengals would have won the AFC North, uh, which they did, they clinched the AFC North uh, for the first time in a few years, I would have thought that was that was crazy. I mean, uh, not impossible, but you know, they they went through a little bit of a slump there or the last few weeks, I mean, Joe Burrow has been unbelievable. And the Cincinnati Bengals look to be hotter than any other team in the NFL. And I'll give you credit, Mike. We talked about, you know, it was probably four or five weeks into the season, we had a segment, or maybe it was even three weeks into the season, we had a segment called Contenders or Pretenders. And I... This the, the I the uh concept that the Cincinnati Bengals came up, uh and I said they were pretenders, I didn't think they were in it, and you, if I'm not mistaken, I believe you said they were they were contenders. And and that was kind I of a controversial so. controversial thing at the time, but I mean, after beating Kansas City, which in the second quarter of this game, I think I believe it was the second quarter, I was texting my friend saying Kansas City is gonna win the AFC, man. I'm so confident in it. And I, I, was just, I, th- I think they were up by fourteen a couple times on the Bengals in this game, and to have the Bengals come back and win the game was such a huge win. And to me, I don't know what you think, but to me, I think them beating the Chiefs proved to me this team can beat any team in the AFC. Uh, and what are your thoughts on on the Bengals,
2: Joe? I don't want to get too much into it because you know we got we got hot takes we're going to be talking about. I got some hot takes about them, okay, but I will okay. say. I did. Uh, I did say they were contenders early on, middle of the season. I was kind of starting to doubt it a little because I was like, man, they got went through. I believe it was two three game stretch there where they really struggled, but now they've just turned on the Jets at the perfect time. You know, heading into the playoffs. So now I think that the yeah the the Bengals are rolling, and I think if you're the Chiefs, I wouldn't say you're you know devastated, you're done, you're wrecked. But you know the way that game ended there on the goal line, like man. That's got to that's got to sting a little. You were right there. You had it in your yeah. hands, you know. And uh yeah, you just you, yeah, you just couldn't get the stops you needed. It was kind of a funky way to to end the game honestly. I, I watched the fu- uh the final few minutes of that game and it was all out uh just it was a mess, but yeah, yeah the no, Bengals chaotic. got a big win. Yeah, big the Bengals
0: win. got a huge win. Did you see that Joe Burrow played like a bunch of that game without a last name on the back of his jersey? I I did I did yeah. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> that was so funny. He got his name ripped off. Looked like a college team out there. Uh, a lot of college teams don't have the last name on the back of the jersey. I thought that was really funny. That was a really fun game. It, like that was a that was a chaotic game. When you talked about the ending there. Like, what were your thoughts on uh, uh, Zach Taylor on fourth? I think it was fourth and goal. I don't think they could have picked up a first down. I think it was fourth and goal, uh, from like their own one yard line with with uh less than a minute to go um in the in the game's tied what were your thoughts on on zach taylor you know you don't have to say the outcome but before we knew what the outcome was what were your thoughts on on him going for it on there on fourth down instead of kicking a field goal i think the chiefs would have got the ball back with like 50 some seconds and no timeouts what were your thoughts on that call by zach taylor
2: absolutely loved it um you know, if you're the Baltimore Ravens, I would have been like, are y'all idiots? You tried <laughs> this like two or three times. It's failed every time. Um, but, no, I loved it. Um, if you give Patrick Mahomes the ball with 50-something seconds left and one or two timeouts, whatever they had, um, and they might have used all their timeouts at that point. But even, you know, 50 seconds for Patrick Mahomes, he can get them in the field goal range, which if the, if the Bengals would have kicked a field goal, all the Chiefs would have needed was a field goal to retake the lead. And 50 seconds to get to like the 40-yard line for Patrick Mahomes is like one or two plays. Um so I was like, you kinda have to go for it. There's like no way you, you kick this field goal and you stop Patrick Mahomes. And, you know, they failed the first time, but there was a flag, gave him an automatic first down. Yeah, um and then I believe they got time. in or they no, they didn't get in. And then I think they got in the next time. I'm not even sure how it all went. Or they ran the clock down and then kicked the field. Yeah, they the kicked field the field goal, goal yeah. Um that's right. They kicked the field goal. Um so it was just a it was just a wild finish, but I was sitting there. I was hyped. I was like, this is good for the Bengals. You know, funny thing I saw is there's no one has ever texted that the uh, Bengals have been to the playoffs or won a playoff game with uh, with a phone because they haven't, you know, <laughs> oh, yeah. Won, yeah, a won a playoff game a playoff or game. been to the playoffs. Yeah, won a playoff game since phones like texting smartphones have come out. So, that's, you know, it's it. good for the Bengals to get in the playoffs. And yeah, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase have been absolutely amazing this year.
0: I, okay, before we get into the NFC side of things, I do want to just say your team's in the playoffs. Obviously, the Patriots uh, made it. And you said you're not scared of any team uh, or or you you feel like you can beat any team. But let's say if, um, because you have a team in the playoffs, is there a team in the AFC? You, maybe it's the Bengals. We were just talking about how hot they are. Is there a team in the AFC that you absolutely don't want to see? And and if you're any team in the AFC, you do not want to see this team in the playoffs. You would love to avoid this team. Is there any team that you feel like kind of fits that bill?
2: Um, well, we beat the Chargers once, so they don't scare me. Um, the Colts, I would love a redemption game. I, it can't happen based off a of seating right now. Um, uh, so I, I, I would love to see the Colts again, but well, that you know we'll have to see how that plays out. Buffalo, absolutely want to play them week one, knock them out of the playoffs. We're gonna beat them. It's not even a question. <laughs> um. Tennessee, we beat them once. I think we can beat them again. So between the Bengals and the Chiefs, I would want to honestly. I, I think I would take. Um, I would have to take the. I would. I'd rather play the Chiefs right now. Um, really. And I say that. I say that because the Chiefs' defense is absolutely terrifying right now. They kind of do scare me. But the huh. Bengals just put up a bunch of points against them. Against them. Um and the Chiefs' offense is still you know it's hit or miss they're either firing on all cylinders or they're just not firing at all so I feel like our defense would pair well against them so I feel like the Chiefs that would be a pretty good game but the Bengals right now the Bengals that's a team I don't know if I want to play first round Joe
0: yeah that's Joe that's, Burrow yeah
2: Joe Burrow's just he's riding a confidence streak that is just ridiculous
0: yeah uh the Bengals are a team that would be. A, a a scary proposition to play uh, uh, against uh, in the first week or any week. I th- they're they're red hot. Some teams peak at the right time, and I think the Bengals are absolutely in that category. They're peaking at the right time, and I think uh, them and I don't know. Yeah, I, th- I I think them and 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 the Chiefs to me are the two teams I would want to avoid in the AFC side of the bracket. All the other teams, I feel like I know the Chiefs just had a loss, but I th- I thought they played all right in that game. Um, and I thought that, and they, they had an eight-game win streak before this week, so they're a team, uh, another team that I feel like is peaking at the right time. So the AFC still a lot to be figured out this next week. It's uh, like we talked about. Indianapolis can make it in; they can clinch a playoff berth with a win. Uh, I believe if they get a win, they are in. Um, and the Chargers and the and the Raiders have a. Unless Indianapolis loses, like you talked about, uh, the Chargers and the Raiders will have a win and end game. So that'll be really fun. That's a Sunday night game this upcoming week. So that'll be a a good time. And then the Steelers and the Ravens technically still in the playoff chase. But they have quite a bit of help that they're going to need these next few weeks. But why don't we move over to the NFC side of things in the playoffs and in the in the NFC side, uh, so far clinched in the playoffs, we have the Packers are in the playoffs, the Rams in the playoffs, the Bucks are in the playoffs, the Cowboys are clinched, uh, the Eagles and the Cardinals are all clinched. That means there's only one playoff spot in the NFC that has yet to be uh, clinched, and that currently belongs to the 49ers. Uh, they got to win this week. Uh, I believe they have to win this week to to clinch. A, a playoff spot with the New Orleans Saints. Currently, the only team, the, the New Orleans Saints and the San Francisco 49ers are the only two teams that can claim that last playoff spot. So the NFC is so different from what the AFC is. But yeah, this, the the 49ers need to pick up a win, uh, or a New Orleans loss. So yeah, they need to they need to win or have the Saints lose this upcoming week um but as it sits right now we had minnesota get eliminated this past week and atlanta both get eliminated this last week but as it sits now we have the packers i believe the packers have clinched the number one seed i i i i I was having trouble finding it have have they they have clinched the number one seed right
2: yeah they because they beat the rams um and the rams and the bucks are the only two that could take it but I believe yeah they will have uh, so they beat the Rams so they would own the tiebreaker and if the Bucks would win and the Packers would lose um the uh, the Packers have a better conference record which oh, is, yes. and division record so I believe at that point it would then um it would then still go to the Packers. I want to say I saw that they clinched the number 1 seed already.
0: Yeah, I I believe I saw that too. I was just having trouble finding it uh when I was researching before the show, but yeah, the Green Bay Packers have clinched the number 1 seed. Uh, and right now the first round would be Packers getting the bye and then the Rams would play the Eagles, the Bucks would play the 49ers and the Cowboys would get a rematch with the Cardinals who they lost to this past week. Uh Mike, what are your thoughts on the NFC side of things as far as uh you know, the playoffs goes and and or any matchups that happen this week or or any thoughts uh about these teams that you have here
2: on the NFC side? Well, Joe, I again like we were talking about the playoffs are quite interesting this this year because we have the Cardinals at five clinched, we got the Eagles at seven clinched, and we got the Niners at six. Yeah, and they clinched. have not clinched. Yeah, I think that's very weird. And I honestly would rather see the Niners in than the Saints because the Saints have been all over the place. We don't know who the Saints even are this year. Um but what's funny is if the seeding stays the way it is after next week and the Saints do get in, I believe they would be the seventh seed. Um and that would mean they would play the Bucks. And we all know the Saints are the uh, are Tom Brady's kryptonite. Oh boy. So that could be quite an interesting matchup unless Philadelphia moves up and New Orleans would be the seven. Um but yeah, Packers they clinched one seed. They they're they're getting their bye week. Um the Rams at 2 is honestly kind of surprising to me. Um that division has kind of been all over the place these past few weeks. Um and the the Rams have been kind of struggling. The Bucks I mean the Bucks can't even keep players on their team middle of games, <laughs> oh. Joe. Yeah, okay, we need as to get, everyone, we need to get into that a little bit. The end, I almost yeah, forgot about everyone, the Antonio
0: Brown situation.
2: As everyone has saw, Antonio Brown literally quit football in the middle or at the end of the third quarter. Or throws his throws his pad on throw the pads on the ground jersey on the ground um undershirt gloves going to the crowd and he jogs off the field middle of the field or near the end zone while his team is trying to convert a third down on the other end of the field Joe I don't know I I just I I don't I don't know Joe that Dude. was quite an interesting scene
0: I don't even know what to say anymore when it comes to Antonio Brown I thought that he might have turned it around. And it's funny, just this past week he was saying how the media is all about drama uh, when they were talking about his vaccine passport, faking that or whatever. I'm not going to get into all that, but you know, he was just talking about how the media is just drama and he's just football. Well, this was the exact opposite of just football. He is all drama. And uh, you know, I try to, I don't know even how to approach Antonio Brown because I remember when I first started this podcast, it was when all the stuff was going down with him on the Raiders, and then all of a sudden he was on the. I think that's when all this was going on. He was on the Patriots, and and it was just a huge, huge mess. And it was just. Uh, and I was so critical of Antonio Brown, and I just I talked so much crap about him. Uh, but part of me is kind of worried. I feel like there's there's got to be some sort of mental health issues going on with Antonio Brown. Like the way nobody acts the way that Antonio Brown acts, and it's just. It's like how much of it is him just being a complete idiot, and how much of it is, you know, should we be concerned? I know Tom Brady talked after, after the uh, after the game. Tom Brady was saying, you know, how he was concerned about Antonio Brown. Uh, he was talking about how, uh, you know, we should we should you know tread lightly with him, and 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 you know, I don't know how much of that needs to be done. How much we need to uh, to kind of, you know. Think about that when it comes to the Antonio Brown situation. So it's just, it's just a, a, a really, really messy situation. Uh, but I think that this is probably the, the final straw for Antonio Brown. Uh, in Not only in Tampa. Uh, Bruce Arians has already announced he's no longer a buck. He said that after, after right after the game. So he said, yeah, he's no longer a buck. I think this is probably, I mean, who knows? I've said this before, but this is probably Antonio Brown's last shot in the NFL. And I think he might've blown it. I don't know what your thoughts are that on that Mike.
2: Yeah, no, I don't, I, I feel like there's a lot of, uh, a lot of trauma in the head there. I'm not trying to be rude or anything, but I, I seriously think that he needs to get some help, seek some medical attention. The man is all over the place. Um, I really feel bad for him. Cause like I, like you said, I thought that, you know, going to Tampa finding Tom, I thought that, uh, he, he finally, finally found his, uh, his right path. And, you know, then this happened and I heard some things that, you know, he had the ankle injury. He wasn't really feeling healthy. He pulled himself out of the game. Coach wanted him to go back in the game. He didn't want to go back in the game. He didn't think the team had his back because of the whole vaccine thing, the passport thing. Like, it was just a big mess and it was handled very poorly. Um, The way he handled it, I guess the way the coaching or Bruce Arians probably handled it there on the sideline. but. Uh, at the end of the day you can't you can't run off the field shirtless in the middle of the game um so yeah um, and and wait outside for an uber did you see the picture of him waiting outside for an uber oh dude it's so bad joe it's (laughs) It's so so bad bad. i saw a lot of memes of him like a shirtless guys walking by airplanes and stuff like (laughs) Brown getting off the plane or trying to get on the plane but oh it's a big mess joe and uh, i mean prayers and you know thoughts and prayers go out to him and hope he can find his help and find where he needs to be in life but you know on the football field I think he's done Joe I agree I think Antonio Brown is you know that's it unless somehow the Steelers take him back and you know he <laughs> rejuvenates his Can you career imagine? for four or five games before him and Juju blow off <laughs> you know do something stupid I don't know I do think that it, yeah, Antonio Brown uh, is obviously that's tough for him
0: his career is probably over I do think this is a this is honestly a huge loss for the Buccaneers uh because Mike Evans is hurt Chris Godwin, I th- believe his season is over. Uh if I'm not mistaken, they don't have him. Yep. Um and now Antonio Brown's gone. This team is very very light at the wide receiver position now, and I think this is going to this could be a massive loss for the Buccaneers and they they are a team that, you know, some teams are looking to peak at the right time. Uh these the, the these Buccaneers, they're looking like and who knows? You know, I w- I was saying to a friend We'll probably get to the Super Bowl and Tom Brady will be sitting there like he always is, and we'll be like, yeah, of course, Tom Brady's here. But as of right now, I mean, the vibes around the Buccaneers are are not good.
2: Yeah, no, I agree, Joe. And I'm not even worried about them making the Super Bowl. Like, yeah, I know it's Tom Brady. You know, he can do basically anything on a football field, but I do just I just do not see that offense going into Lambeau field and beating the Packers. Um who Did knows the Packers year? will be. I know, but I'm just saying this offense, you know, without Fournette which he could be back. Yeah. But without Godwin, I don't even know where Scotty Miller is. Um <laughs> he's got Gronk, Antonio Brown's gone, Mike Evans is banged up. Like that offense is just all over the place. So we'll just have to I guess see how that plays out, but yeah, what a mess over there in Tampa Bay. Um pff, I uh I have no idea what's what they're going to what they're going to be able to do in the playoffs with that offense literally just falling apart every every single week
0: yeah it's uh it's it'll be interesting to see the next few weeks um but you know we talked about on the on the afc side uh you know the Bengals kind of being that team you don't want to see in the playoffs right now which team do you think in the nfc is is the team that you if you have a team in the nfc you do not want to see this team on your schedule you do not want to see this who's the most dangerous team uh you think in the nfc playoffs
2: um other than Green Bay, um I would have to say rule out Tampa, rule out Arizona because they're also banged up. I think that win against Cowboys was kind of a fluke win. I don't I think if they rematched, I don't think they'd beat them a second time. Um San Francisco is a I don't know. Uh ooh, they're real hit or miss. Philadelphia has to be, they you know, they're climbing. They're looking good, but I don't see them as an elite team. So that just leaves Dallas and the Rams. And I know the Rams have been struggling, but if they can all of a sudden turn it on, that offense and that defense, I mean, I think the Rams would be that team that you wouldn't want to see in the playoffs. Um, Matthew Stafford, if he gets hot, he can do anything with the football. Um, They got Odell and Cooper Cup, you know, Aaron Donald on the defense with Jalen Ramsey and Vaughn Miller. Like, that's a team full of stars. And if they can start playing well together, Joe, in the playoffs, that's a team you do not want to mess with.
0: Yeah, the Rams if they, if they can put it together. I mean, they by far I think have the most talent out of any team in the NFL obviously, and they they've gone all in and Matthew Stafford, he needs to step up. I mean, they, they they traded their future everything for Matthew Stafford. This is he needs to step up. He cannot have more of these multi-interception games, but if he does get rolling, I I think the Rams could be super super lethal in 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 the NFC playoffs and obviously you know putting the Packers aside we know that they're dangerous going into Lambeau is going to be so hard i feel like this year more than ever it's going to be so tough to go into Lambeau field and beat this Packers team that's just just rolling right now they's destroyed the Minnesota Vikings but i do think you kind of dismiss the Cardinals I I was watching them in that Cowboys game, and they're a team that I basically had dismissed. I think they had a three-game losing streak before this week. I thought they looked pretty impressive, and they've they're a team that's dealt with a lot of injuries. DeAndre Hopkins is not, is not there. James Connor, who scored like 14 touchdowns this season, he's injured. Uh, but that defense, they're they're I think they're a little underrated. That defense flies around the field. They are destructive, and if they can you know get DeAndre Hopkins back, I don't know what the timeline looks like on that. I think it'll be. You know, hit or miss whether he plays in the playoffs. But if they get him back, and you know, they they get on this little tear, kind of like where they were at the beginning of the season, I think they could be a force to be reckoned with. Uh, but since the 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 playoff standings or the playoff seating is not yet set, what are some matchups that you want to see? Some plausible matchups in uh, the wild card weekend that we have coming up in two weeks. What are some matchups that you that you potentially yeah uh, would like to see?
2: Um on the AFC side, Joe, I would love to see a rematch between the uh the Chiefs and Chargers, which is very possible. Yes. Um the Chargers nearly pulled out a victory. It went all the way to overtime a couple weeks ago. So that's one matchup I would love to see. I think the Colts and Bengals. I think a Colts Bengals matchup would be fun to watch. Both uh both teams, offense for the Bengals been dominant Jonathan Taylor has been an MVP caliber player this season so that'd be fun to watch and of course the Bills and Patriots like I think those three games are very possible and are probably it's probably gonna have probably how it's gonna you know match up I I'm, I'm literally gonna be glued to the TV watching all three games because the the Pats and Bills will get the third matchup of the year to, the tiebreaker yeah Um. and then like I said the the Bengals Colts I think will be an offensive shootout and then the the Titans, I mean the Chiefs and the the Chargers, that'll just be, you know, a division game also and it'll just I feel like there's going to be a lot of a lot of bad blood and they're just going to go back and forth and I I think the AFC is going to be really fun to watch this year. Um what about you, Joe? What do you want to see on the AFC side? Yeah, please please give me Mahomes versus Herbert on Wild Card weekend. I mean, come
0: on. That would be that would be awesome. That's the way it's slated right now. The Chiefs would play the Chargers. That would be an incredible way to kick things off. And I would love to see the Bills and the and the Patriots. You know, would I really like to see them play each other? I don't know. They've we've already seen it, but also it would be nice to get that tiebreaker. That'd be kind of nice for some closure, so we could finally say, okay, this team is the better team. The you know, because the Patriots won the first matchup, the Bills won the second matchup. I think it'd be nice to get that third one. Um, but another you know a game that uh. Quietly I think could be a good matchup And right now it's not slated But uh, Right now the Eagles are projected to play the Rams However there's a chance that the Eagles Could end up playing the Buccaneers and I think Eagles versus Buccaneers Could be a fun matchup Because I honestly think The Eagles could give the Bucks A real run for their money uh, and I don't think the Eagles are, you know, Super Bowl contenders by any means. But if you look at what the Bucks do well, you know, they're, they're an offense, uh, a really good offensive team, but they're missing so many weapons. And what's, what's their best thing on defense? Their pass rush? Well, the Eagles have one of the best offensive lines in football, and they know how to run the ball. I think they could play keep away from Tom Brady in that offense. And I, I really think that would be a fun matchup because I think there's a really big upset potential uh, in, in, in that matchup between Tampa Bay and Philadelphia. Also, I'd love to see Dallas and Arizona again. That's the way it's slated right now, that they would play each other. I thought that was a fun game to watch between them two this past week. Uh, So those are a couple games. But before we move on to hot takes, why don't we go over our winners and losers from week 17 of the 2021 NFL season. Mike, why don't you start us
2: off? uh, Who's your biggest loser from week 17? Um, I got two, Joe. I got Antonio Brown, um, of course, we already discussed it, but yeah, he's one of them, and I got the Indianapolis Colts. I mean, you're right there against the Raiders. you win, you've clinched, you are now the five seed um over top of the Patriots with the Jags coming up next, and you're guaranteed to play at the five seed, um, and you lose to the Raiders, which I'm not saying the Raiders aren't a good team, but now you have not won, I think, in Jacksonville in the last six. Uh, trips there, I believe. So, I mean, there's a chance the Jags could win and knock you out. So now you have to beat the Jags, which, you know, this year isn't a big task. But it's still on your mind. Like, if we don't have a good game, the Jags beat the Bills this year. You know, if we don't have a good game, if we're not all the way there, they could win and they can knock us out of the playoffs and that would be utterly embarrassing. Yep. So the Colts losing. Biggest loser. And biggest winner this week is um, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for the sole purpose of if they lose to the Jets, with Antonio Brown's whole parade that he had, that is also just a massive embarrassment. I mean, in New York, everyone's going to be talking about how Zach Wilson took down Tom Brady, and also how Antonio Brown quit on the team and left in the middle of the game. So them winning helped them at least not become the biggest embarrassment of the NFL this season. Um, so yeah, the Bucks barely clinching that victory in the last seconds. They, get, they deserve a biggest winner for me. Okay. What all about right. You, Joe? I,
0: I like where you went with that. I, I, I like the Colts pick. I, I, I didn't think about that. Yeah, that's, that was a tough loss. They had a chance to really knock the Raiders basically out of the playoffs and, and put themselves in there, and to, to lose that game was tough. Obviously, Antonio Brown, uh, the biggest loser. I didn't even think about him. I don't know how that slipped my mind. He's probably the biggest loser of the season so far um and you know maybe the bucks are winners just purely on the fact that they don't have antonio brown on their roster anymore um that's a good take although i mean i did just talk about how they needed receivers but anyways my biggest loser from week 17 i'm gonna say my biggest loser is my miami dolphins because uh all those seven wins in a row are pointless now. You went from being the seventh seed in the in the uh, AFC playoffs to being eliminated in one week. And you did it in embarrassing fashion. You got a long way to go. Uh, it's going to be a long offseason. A lot of decisions. Uh, the Deshaun Watson stuff is going to heat back up. I can guarantee you that for sure. Uh, and uh, just a lot of question marks. And uh, my biggest winner from... This week, I'm gonna say the Cincinnati Bengals because I feel like you know they were heating up. They played really well against the Ravens. But I think them beating the Chiefs kind of kind of put them on that next level where it's like, okay, this team can actually be legit Super Bowl contenders. So to me, the Bengals I think are the biggest winner for, from Week 17. But real quick, not real quick, we can do it however however long we want to do it. But um, Mike, I don't know about you over there in Texas, but over here in Canada you know it's january it's it's i mean I, I would hope it's january where you are as well but it's 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 getting a little cold you know it's it's getting it's getting brisk uh it's got it's bitterly cold here uh the last few days and i figured what's a better way to heat things up you know during the winter time than come back after a week break with some fire hot takes I know you were bragging a couple weeks ago you got this fireplace in your house, whatever. Oh, man, I'm Mike, I have all the money. I got a fireplace. Oh, dude, that's all, nice. All this and that. Well, you know, this is not quite as good as a fireplace, but we're going to heat things up with some hot takes, Mike. Why don't you start us off? Hit us with uh, an NFL hot take
2: to keep us warm through the winter. All right, Joe. Number one hot take, Cowboys are frauds?
0: Whoa. Um, cowboys.
2: There's a good chance Cowboys are one and done this season in the playoffs. And after starting, I believe it was five or six and one, um, or even seven and one, they are now going to be the, one of the first teams out of the playoffs, Joe. Okay.
0: Why do you think that,
2: um, as of late, we've, we've not, we've seen them struggle. Dak Prescott has struggled a bit. I know they had the, the big 56 to 14 game against Washington. Three of their last four games have been division games. So, I mean, not overly excited about how they won and two of those games they bare. i mean i mean one game they beat washington 27 20 barely squeaked that one out they beat new orleans 27 17 really struggled in that game and then the games prior to that got blown out um by the chiefs and you know the raiders they beat them on thanksgiving they've just been struggling as of late you know they lost to the cardinals which everyone you know can say the cardinals either played very well or you know the rest were against the cowboys whatever you want to say but they just seem to be a streaky team. You know, can't get the run game figured out with Zeke. Dak is either hot or he's not. So right now, I'm just, I'm not very confident, Joe. You know, we had them at Super Bowl, uh, as a Super Bowl team and potential Super Bowl winners. But right now, I just, I am concerned for these Cowboys. If they can go out and dominate the Eagles on Saturday, maybe I change my mind. But right now, I'm concerned.
0: And you know, the problem is the Eagles will probably be resting starters. I don't know. Maybe the Cowboys will be resting starters this week too. So we may not get that, you know, confidence builder for the Dallas Cowboys. And they do feel like a team. I agree. That they're not peaking at all at the, uh, you know, at the yeah. right time. They're. It's it's who imagine if somebody had told you at the beginning of the season that the Dallas defense is playing out of their mind, playing really well, but the offense can't quite catch up. They can't quite get there like I would have thought you were crazy. Like this is an offensive team. They were the best offense in football last year and one of the worst defenses in NFL history. And honestly, their defense has been playing awesome the last few weeks. Uh well, really the last half of the season, but the yeah. offense just isn't there. I don't know if Dak's not healthy or what the heck's going on there, but that's that's a good hot take. That the, the Cowboys Cowboys are frauds. I'm going to I'm going to give you a hot take here and this one it. is if I'm starting a franchise right now, let's say, you know, I'm starting an expansion franchise. I can pick one quarterback to start this franchise with, one quarterback in the whole NFL. I'm picking Joe Burrow as my quarterback to start this franchise with. That's my hot take. Joe Burrow is a quarterback, the quarterback in the NFL that I would want to start a franchise with.
2: Wow. Over Pat Mahomes. Josh Allen you know Tom Brady's gonna be in the NFL another 10 years (laughs) yeah um wow okay yeah I can that that's definitely a very hot take because me and my buddies had a conversation about this and I said Aaron Rodgers because Aaron Rodgers I feel like he can go another three four years so you know give me Aaron Rodgers but Joe Burrow wow yeah man I mean he's been playing lights out these past few weeks he's still young I mean it's a good pick I agree 100 percent um he is still young so there's still some there's still a bit of a learning curve there so that's one thing that kind of makes me a little hesitant but I think out of all the young quarterbacks yeah I mean I think yeah Joe Burrow is one of the ones you got to go with dude I'm all in on Joe Burrow I'm all in on
0: the Bengals I was kind of playing coy about them a little earlier I want to save it for the hot takes Joe Burrow, to me, I mean, he's just a killer, dude. He is that that swag that he's got, that swagger, and like the last few weeks, he, you know, the last two weeks, he's almost passed for a thousand yards, and just like just blowing up every single week. Uh, you know, he's he's got over uh almost you know near five thousand yards on the season, thirty-four touchdowns, fourteen picks. You know, 14 picks is a little high. I don't care. 34 touchdowns is phenomenal. Um, and this guy, 70% completion percentage. To me, he's just got he's just got it. He's a guy you want to be the leader of your franchise. He's got that swagger. He's got that killer mentality. And to me, uh, I mean, I'm just all in on the Bengals. And and if you can give me, you know, to me the choice between him and Justin Herbert at this point, it's not even a question for me. I know Justin Herbert's more talented. He's got the bigger arm. Joe Burrow, to me, is that guy. So that's my hot take. I'm picking him over Pat Mahomes, over anybody. If I'm starting a franchise, I'm doing it with Joe Burrow. Now, you know, ask me in two weeks. Maybe I'll change my change my tune, but, you know, these are hot takes. These are not, you know, mild takes. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to say Joe Burrow, he's the guy I want.
2: I like it, Joe. I like it. Um, speaking of Bengals, I'm going to move on to... I'm going to give you two because one of them we've already kind of alluded to a little bit. So it's not like overly hot at this point. But that one, I'm going to say Bengals are the team to beat in the AFC right now, Joe. All right. They are the hottest team. I think Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon, I think that offense is there. Um, Tyler Boyd is, you know, he's going off. So I think the Bengals are, you know, they are the team to beat in the AFC. Um, Like I did say. Um, we did talk about this a bit. So, you know, at this point, we've already, you know, gone over some of the stuff already. But my next one, Baker Mayfield is still one of the top quarterbacks in the NFL, Joe. Whoa,
0: whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah,
2: yeah that's a very, very hot take okay. in my opinion. And, you know, I'm, I'm probably going to get roasted <laughs> yeah. uh, for that one. But But the man has been playing with almost every bone, every ligament, whatever you want to call it, injured in his body. Um, he still continues to play, which I think now they're scheduling him for surgery. I don't think he's going to play the finale. All season we've heard is Baker the guys, Baker the guys, Baker the guy. Meanwhile, the Browns up until the la loss yesterday, I believe still had playoff chances. Um, They've they're seven and nine, but you know, the running backs have not been able to stay on the field healthy. And even in when, even when they are healthy, like yesterday, I believe Baker had like 10 straight incompletions after Nick Chubb had a great run. Like I think Kevin Stefanski isn't really guiding this offense where it needs to be at the moment. I'm not saying he needs to be replaced, but I also think he might have it out for Baker. You know, he might say, Hey, you know, we don't need Baker. We might want to get rid of him next year. I got Nick Chubb, um, cream hunt, Ernest Johnson. Um, let's go get us a quarterback and let's make Baker look terrible. There's <laughs> one play that really had me, you know, like confused. They had a bootleg out to the left for Baker Mayfield, which he threw a pick on the play. But why are you why are you rolling him out to the left when he has a torn left uh, labrum? I believe it is. He's got he's just his left side is completely banged up, meaning he can't really turn while he's running to the left much. So throwing it while he's running to the left is like very difficult. But yet you're calling plays rolling him out that way. I don't understand it. Um, but I think a healthy Baker can still lead a team to the playoffs i'm not saying he's an elite quarterback that's going to win a super bowl but i still think he's top 10 may uh, you know at worst top 15 quarterback in the nfl um i still think he can he can play up there with the top guys he, he just hasn't been healthy all season joe he got hurt real early in the season and it's shown he struggled which he hasn't had the worst year for an injured quarterback but yeah i still think baker's a, he's a top quarterback
0: all right. I was not expecting that take. I know you're high on Baker Mayfield and I've I've been high on Baker Mayfield. I really liked him coming out of the draft, but wow, to say he's one of the top quarterbacks in the NFL, that's definitely a hot take. I like it. I get I like it. Let's go with hot takes. Um here's a hot take. I I'm I, I'm very I, I was kind of I don't know, man, almost biting my tongue. Maybe I shouldn't say it. Maybe I shouldn't say it, but you know, we, we, we strive for it. We strive for entertainment I know here. What you're say. We strive for entertainment here. On the average Joe football show, we want to entertain you. My odd take is the New England Patriots are the most overrated team in the NFL. That's right, Mike. You heard it here first. The Patriots are so overrated. Okay, listen, listen. This coming from a Dolphins. Let's fan. Go, Listen, you can talk crap about my Dolphins. I know they suck. I'm, I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you what's going on with the with the Patriots. Let's look at the teams they beat. All right, I got it pulled up here. You beat all the right. Je- you beat the Jets in week two. Congratulations. Here's your flowers for that. Awesome. Uh, you know you lost the Dolphins in week one. So the team that you just said sucks. Sorry, man. You lost them in week one. Uh, week three, uh, you lose to New Orleans. Tough. New Orleans is not a good team. Uh, lost to Tampa Bay. I'll give you that. That was a close game. Still a loss, though. Not going to give you any cupcakes. Then you barely beat Houston. Uh, you know in General Mills there. Uh, then you, uh, I mean, Houston (laughs) did beat the chargers. Okay. All right. Listen, okay. Uh, you lose to Dallas, uh, who you just said are frauds. So I'm just going to use that against you. Um, and then, uh, you know, you destroy the jets. Okay, fine. You destroy the jets. Uh, you beat the chargers. I'll give you that chargers. I'll give you that. That's a, that's a decent win. Although I think the chargers might be a little overrated as well. Then you beat the Panthers. Uh, good for you. I guess, uh, you beat the Browns. Uh, listen, man. Baker can hardly even see. He's so injured. I don't. I'm not. I'm not giving you anything there. Uh, you beat you beat the Falcons. I mean, who's not beating the Falcons? You beat the Titans. Uh, I mean, I, I know the Dolphins couldn't do it, but uh, you know, I'm not gonna give you any flowers for that one. Uh, you beat the Bills. I'll get, okay, that's the second one. I'll give you. Okay, the Bills win. Although there was a freaking monsoon outside that day, so you know I can't give you too much there. Uh, only threw the ball three times. Mac Jones uh, can't even throw. So, uh, and then we go on to you know they lose to the Colts. Oh man, you're going against a real team. What happens? You lose. Uh, you <laughs> you lose to the you lose to the Bills. Huh? Weird. Josh Allen didn't even play that good. Uh, you still lose to them. And then you know if you want to give flowers for them beating the Jaguars, sure. Uh, I'm just saying the Patriots had the easiest schedule in the NFL going into the season. And there have been other teams that have gotten criticized for beating easy teams. Uh, and the Patriots don't get that same criticism. And that's that's my main point here is the Patriots, and I think it's because they're their past, and because the Super Bowls that they won, they don't get the same criticism that other teams got. Well, the Dolphins went on their seven game winning streak. You know, everybody was like, oh, they haven't beaten anybody. They haven't beaten any, anybody. The Patriots have the same schedule, essentially, that the Dolphins do. And they, they they barely have a better record. I mean, that's not totally true. But, you know, they they have the essentially the same schedule. Uh, and they had the easiest schedule in the NFL. So, sorry, Mike. I hate to break it to you. But your Patriots are the most overrated team in the NFL.
2: Wow, Joe. I mean... That stings a little. Um, I, I, would, I would have to disagree like hard. Um, I wouldn't say they're the most overrated. I can see how you say they're overrated. That's fine. I, that's a fair point. I do want to make um, it clear that I think I'm I mean, going to regret this. In three weeks,
0: I think they're going to be in the AFC Championship game, and I'm going to look like an idiot. Like, I don't feel confident saying this. That's why I didn't want to say it. But I, you know, I'm just trying to heat things up here a bit.
2: Yeah, I was just going to ask you, too. I was like, if you're, if you're playing in the playoffs, and you're a franchise owner, if you're a coach, and you, you're telling me they're overrated. Does that mean you want to play them? Or does that mean you... you Because like, I, I can guarantee you if there's one player and or if there's one coach and team I don't want to play in the playoffs, it's Bill Belichick and the Patriots. Because it don't matter if they sneak in or if they're the the number one team. That's just one team that's like from one week to the next, you don't know what they're going to be, what they're going to do to you. Um. So, yeah, call them overrated. That's fine. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to go down the line and tell me who they beat and it's not that <laughs> satisfying or... You know we can go look at the Packers schedule. Let me let me pull oh, that one right over okay. here. Okay, right. Packers are the number one team in the NFL. Okay, oh, hang they on, lost hang, to hang, the hang on, hang
0: on. Are you saying? What's your hot take? Is are you saying
2: the Packers? I'm not, I'm not saying the Packers. I'm not hang saying on. the Packers are overrated. I'm just trying to prove a point that it doesn't matter who you who you play against. A win's a win. You know you're gonna get into the playoffs with wins. That's fair. You know Packers lose to the Saints. I mean they they beat the Lions. Oh wow, two win Motor City Dan Lions. <laughs> yeah. You know they beat the Niners, and I mean. Barely beat the Niners, which the Niners are a decent team. Barely hung on to beat the Steelers. Um, and let me tell you, Big Ben, can't move. Can't even <laughs> throw the ball farther than 40 yards down the field. Wow, good job. Bengals, you beat the Bengals, which Mason Crosby missed like 15 kicks in that game. Barely hung on, which Bengals are a good team. That's fine. You beat the Bears. Good job. You know, Justin Fields, you know, Andy Dalton, who's your quarterback? <laughs> Washington. Wow. You mean, they don't even have a stadium? That, that works properly. <laughs> it's falling apart. Um, they don't have a team name. Yeah, they don't have a team name yet. We're getting one in a month. So good job. You beat the freaking the football team. Arizona, hats off. You beat the Cardinals, who were really hot at that time. You put Kyler Murray on the IR. Um, you lose to Kansas City. You finally play another good team. You lose. <laughs> Seattle. Where, where, where has Seattle been? Russell Wilson just came back from a finger injury. Seattle's one of the worst teams this year. You beat them. Oh, you lose to the Minnesota Vikings. Wow, where have the Vikings been this season, right, Joe? I'm going to keep going. You beat the Rams. Kudos. Good job. You then blow out the – or you don't blow out the Bears. You barely beat the Bears. Bears are another team that's embarrassing. You then go on. You barely hang on to Baltimore because they're poor decisions. You beat the, the Browns all because – yeah, you beat the Browns barely because the rest forgot to call a pass, a pass interference call. They've been awful all year. And you blow out the Vikings. So, really, if you're looking at the Packers schedule, Joe, they've done absolutely nothing either, and they're 13-3, and three, and we're talking about them like they are the greatest team that's lived this season. <laughs> well,
0: listen, I, mean, I like you getting a little fired up, but, I mean, I'll take a, I'll take a, Ram, a Rams win and, and, and a, uh, a Cardinals win. You know, those are, those are nice wins over over. I agree. Over the pa- I agree. Patriots beating I'm just, the, the – like, who, what's the Patriots' best win this season? Like is it Buffalo or who? What's what's the Patriots' best win? The
2: Chargers? Buffalo would be Buffalo would be one of them. No, I wouldn't say the Chargers. Um, let me quickly go and pull up their schedule, and I'll I'll tell you right away because I've watched almost all their games. Um, I know what I mean. It's gonna be Miami next week because they're gonna blow them out. Joe. <laughs> um, You're probably not wrong. Not gonna lie. Yeah, Buffalo. I would have to say Buffalo. I mean, they did destroy the Browns, who had one of the best defenses at that point. Um, and Miles Garrett did absolutely nothing in that game. So, yeah, really, I, I will say the Patriots did have an easy schedule. Yep, that's that's great. Once you get into the playoffs, show, don't matter what happened in the regular season. It's a whole new ballgame. Yeah, that's game. fair. We might see the Bengals get blown out. We might see the Chiefs get blown out. You never know. It, it's whoever comes to play in the, the postseason. Yeah, did the Patriots kind of... Did Roger Goodell hold their hand and bring him there? Absolutely, he did. <laughs> yeah. I am very thankful that... Mac Jones, you know, knows how to throw the ball 10 yards down the field. and can put up 80% completion percentage every week. Um, and, yeah, I'm glad that Roger helped us out. But you wait and see until these playoffs happen, Joe, that the Patriots yeah. are going to be a new team. And, hey, two weeks from now, I might be sitting here crying because they got blown out in the <laughs> first week because they were overrated. We never know. but. I don't think they're overrated, Joe. I think that I think that they're going to absolutely dominate in the playoffs. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. And honestly, uh, history shows us that you're probably
0: right and I'm probably wrong. But, you know, my team makes me sad. They make me cry. So I got to do something to kind of, you know, keep, something to keep the juices flowing because Lord knows
2: the Dolphins aren't going mean, to do Joe, it. Joe, I don't appreciate you attacking the Patriots. We've had it real rough these past yeah. few years. Um, you know, Brady leaves. We lose to the Titans in the playoffs. You, you know, fu- then Brady leaves. You finally end your playoff in drought, we, though. Yeah, dude, freaking Cam Newton comes in, just throws a wrench in our plans. We start off two and six, or whatever our record was, two and four, and hey, we made it back, baby. It's been long, it's been rough, but we're back.
0: Feel so bad for you guys. I just can't imagine what you've had to go through the past year. Wow, it must have been so hard. Uh, but Mike, do you have any it more? Was, you, you have any more hot takes before I move on to uh, this next week's picks?
2: uh joe that was i i I have one more but it's really not much of a hot take it's basically what you just said i said about the same thing about the bills okay i I was thinking the bills too i'm calling i'm calling okay we can talk about it then bills are overrated i do not think the bills are anything special you've hated on josh allen for the past two seasons (laughs) i've been kind of high on josh allen but this year the bills have been absolutely terrible and yet they are number one seed in the afc i don't know how i don't understand it I'm hoping the Jets somehow wreck their parade because they almost did it to Brady. I mean, that would make me so happy. Um, but yeah, Bills are overrated. I do not see the Bills succeeding this year in the playoffs.
0: Yeah, the Bills are... Well, listen, they obviously... With the way the NFL playoff scheduling works, they essentially have you know a very similar schedule to what what the uh the Patriots had and this Bills team is not I was my hot take was almost that the Bills and the Patriots are both overrated but I I just wanted to kind of stick just I wanted to get you going a little bit so I didn't include the Bills in there appreciate that I, I, I think the Bills yeah the Bills to me are another team that I think they might be getting overrated a little bit they've been overrated a lot of times this season but one final take uh I just want to get this in. I know we're probably going to talk off-season stuff when the off-season starts and we'll probably get into off-season predictions and all that, but real quick, before we get to that, I want to get these out just so that I, I get ahead of it and so it's not I'm not just saying something that's obvious. I'm going to make some predictions on where some quarterbacks are going to end up this, this upcoming like off-season, all right? I want to get this out now before any rumors start swirling. I'm going to leave the Deshaun Watson situation alone because he's still got the whole legal issues going on. So There's two other quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, that will probably be, you know, maybe not. Some people don't think that they will, but that will potentially uh, be leaving their teams uh, this upcoming offseason. So it's Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, and my predictions are that Russell Wilson ends up A member of the New York Giants in 2022-2023. That's right. Russell Wilson will be the starting quarterback for the New York Giants in 2022-2023. And add to that, Aaron Rodgers will be the starting quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers in 2022 2023 so there there's my final two hot takes mike what are your thoughts on what are your thoughts on those uh you know true predictions
2: all right joe russell wilson to new york i think it's happening i think it's gonna happen i think new york's finally gonna turn it around they're gonna be a thorn in the patriots side in the super bowl again i absolutely hate (laughs) it but it is what it is. I, I, I like that hot take. I can agree with it. I you know I'll back you up. I'll be, when we see Russell Wilson and in, in red white and blue, we're both gonna be sitting here smiling. Dude, it's like, happening. We told all. He, he plays for the Yankees, yeah, I, man. Exactly. He's up there in freaking the apple anyway. The big apple. Yeah. Um. Aaron Rodgers. I'm not sure, Joe. I'm not sure if he's gonna be a, a Steeler. I have said it. I think it's a great fit. They got a great offense. They got a great defense. Um. I don't know if he's gonna go to Pittsburgh. Um, imagine he's he's kind of like Tom Brady. He either either retires or he's like, I want to try out some warmer weather. And he comes down to your Miami. <laughs> oh, show. stop that. I'm at, I mean, they got Jalen Waddle, who's a good young rookie. Um, bring bring Devontae Adams like with him, please. Used. Yeah. <laughs> Mike is not being used in the correct way. Freaking shout out to my fans. He's <laughs> ruined rude for me. Um, so I feel like he could help, you know, get I feel like the Dolphins have a pretty solid defense. He might want to play some warm-weather football, Joe. You never know. Don't don't um, get me excited like that, Mike. Stop, stop that. I mean, that, so Aaron Rodgers, I'm not 100% sold on going to the, the Steelers yet. I know there's been a lot of speculation, but Russell Wilson to New York, I can definitely see it happening.
0: Yeah, for some reason, that's just been in my mind for, like, ever. I've just been, I've just seen that image that Russell Wilson's going to be – the starting quarterback for the New York Giants next year. Uh, Joe, one more thing. Yeah.
2: One more thing. Imagine they pick up Russell, all is well, and then they tell him, we hired you a new head coach. It's Pete Yeah, Daniel.
0: I was thinking that same thing earlier today. Because I could totally imagine Pete Carroll being the head coach of the Giants, too. That's totally something I can imagine. <laughs> uh,
2: and then it's just the same thing, yep. winning four or five games a season, and Russell Wilson's just done. He's over. Yep,
0: and they just run the ball for some reason when they have one of the best quarterbacks
2: in the NFL. Fourth and 25, you need a touchdown to win. Yep. Let's run the Let's ball. Let's
0: give it to Rashad Penny. But anyways, that's going to wrap up our Hot Takes segment. Why don't we move on quickly uh, to... The picks for Week 18, Mike. What are the standings looking like, real quick, in the in the pickums so far this season?
2: All right, Joe. Let's just uh, whip out my paper that I wrote this <laughs> on. Joe is uh, currently, for everyone listening, sitting at 159, 96 and one. Ooh. That's right, you've heard it. If Joe goes 13 and three this week, he won't even hit a hundred losses. Ooh. So I will say kudos to Joe. He is he's had a solid year, Mike. Myself, I'm one forty seven, one oh eight and one. <laughs> I've already hit hundred losses. That's right. I'm twelve <laughs> games behind Joe. I'm really struggling. So uh it's been a rough year. We're gonna turn this ship a real around rough here, us. but we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna count the playoff games in this. We're gonna do all that nonsense and I'm gonna turn it around. I'm gonna end up beating Joe. That's my hot take. <laughs> yeah, uh, there you week. go. All right, this next week it's actually gonna be tough. You might have a chance to catch up
0: because we don't know who's starting, who's sitting players, you know, or what's gonna go on. But so week eighteen will be a little messy. All divisional matchups, week 18, so that also adds a little bit of uh, a wrench in things. But why don't we start off on Saturday with the Saturday games. Uh, We have Kansas City versus the Denver Broncos. Uh, Big divisional matchup. Kansas City still has a chance at that number one seed in the AFC.
2: Who you got in this game, Mike? I'm going to rock with the Chiefs. I don't see them benching starters and if they do they'll probably be up by 40 points so
0: all right yeah i'm gonna pick the chiefs as well i think i think they're winning this game so why don't we go on to dallas versus philadelphia this is a bit of a tougher matchup uh who you got in this game mike
2: joe i'm gonna rock with philadelphia all right Um, i feel like they're the hungrier team so we're gonna rock with philly all right then i'm gonna go with dallas i hadn't actually picked the team until right now so i'm gonna
0: pick the cowboys i feel like the eagles might be resting starters uh, who knows? Maybe Dallas will be too. So, this is a tough prediction, but I'm going to pick the Cowboys. And then, on to Washington versus the Giants. We don't have to spend too much time on this one. Who you got in this game? Uh, we're going to go with Washington. Yeah, I'm going to take Washington as well. And then, on to Cincinnati versus Cleveland. Uh, I'm going to take Cincinnati in this game. Baker Mayfield's done for the season. They already announced he's not playing next week. He's having sh- sh- shoulder surgery. I think Joe Burrow might want to make one final statement for the MVP trophy.
2: I agree, Joe. I'm I'm going to take the, the Cincinnati Bengals. The Browns are just they're done for the year.
0: All right, and then on to Pittsburgh versus Baltimore. Give me the the Ravens at home in this game to uh maybe keep their playoff hopes alive.
2: Nah, Joe. Pittsburgh's going to take it. Big Ben's going out with wins. All
0: right. He's going do you think he's going to make the playoffs there to to end off his uh his career? Absolutely. <laughs> okay. And then on to the Green Bay Packers versus Detroit Lions. Um, Packers have already clinched. I don't even care. I'm I'm, I'm going to say even if they rest their starters, they're still beating uh, the Detroit Lions. Who
2: you got in this game? Joe, I'm going to take Motor City. All right. I'm going to take the Lions. You're back. I'm going to go with them again. We're back, baby. We're going to get that third win of the season. All
0: right. And then on to Indianapolis versus Jacksonville. Uh Indy has not won in Jacksonville, I think, what was it, since 2014 or something like that? Something crazy like that. I'm gonna say they finally do it and they clinch a playoff spot. I'm gonna pick the Colts to win in this game.
2: Joe, we're rocking with the Jags. That stat alone is all I need. All right. You know, the Jags are gonna they're gonna go in, they're gonna ruin their playoff hopes.
0: All right, let's go move on to Chicago versus Minnesota. Who you got in this one, Mike?
2: Ooh. We're gonna go with the Bears. All right. You know the Vikings are. I hope they fire Mike Zimmer. Um, I think they need to be completely gutted.
0: All right. You went with the Bears, and I'm gonna go with the Vikings. I don't know. I just wanted to go the opposite of you. I don't really have much of a reason. I'm. Uh, I probably that. won't watch this game. Not gonna lie about it. Uh, on. Not even gonna. Yeah. <laughs> on to Tennessee versus Houston. Who you got in this one, Mike?
2: I'm going to go with Tennessee. Tennessee's going to play for the number one seed, so I'm going to rock with Tennessee. Yeah,
0: that's a good idea. And then on to New Orleans versus Atlanta. Uh, I'm going to pick the Atlanta Falcons to win this game. I think they've been playing all right the past few weeks. They gave the Bills a little run for their money this past week, so I'm going to pick the Falcons.
2: I'm going to go with the Saints to uh, you know, keep their, their playoff chances alive. I think the Saints are going to pull this one out.
0: All right, and then on to Seattle versus Arizona. Uh, give me the Cardinals. I think the 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 Seahawks are done.
2: I agree, Joe. We're gonna go with Arizona, Colin Murray. They're gonna they're gonna handle this game like it's nothing.
0: All right, on to the New York Jets versus Buffalo Bills. Give me the Bills in this game, uh, to clinch the AFC East with a win
2: here. Joe, we're going with the Jets. I knew it. They're going to win. They're gonna give the Patriots <laughs> the number one seed. They almost got Brady last week. They can do it to Buffalo. All
0: right, and then on to The Carolina Panthers versus Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Give me the Buccaneers. Uh, Panthers are bad, and Sam Darnold's bad. Cam Newton's bad, so they're bad.
2: Yeah, Bucks are not great either, but they're a little bit better than the Panthers. Right,
0: and then on to the New England Patriots versus the Miami Dolphins. Mike, uh, who do you have
2: in this game? You can go ahead, Joe. Everyone knows who I have. It's not even a question. Don't even
0: need to talk about this one. And uh, Honestly, I'm picking the Patriots as well just because I'm mad at the Dolphins and I don't want to pick them. So the Patriots are going to win that game, and then on to San Francisco versus the Los Angeles Rams, the Rams are sorry the, the 49ers rather need to pick up a bi- a big win here to clinch a playoff spot. They've actually have a five game win streak against the Rams.
2: Uh, who you got in this one Mike? I'm going to go with the uh the Niners. I think the Rams might be resting starters. I don't think they can really do much from this point on, so we're going to pick the Niners cuz it's a must win. All right.
0: I uh yeah, I think I'm I'm going to go with the Niners as well to to clinch that playoff spot uh and beat the Rams and and, and extend that win streak to 6 games. Then here we go the final game Sunday night football win and you're in Los Angeles Chargers, Las Vegas Raiders. Who you got uh, in this win and end game potentially if everything goes as planned?
2: Well, Joe, the Jags are going to win and these two are going to just kneel (laughs) and tie. So I'm going to go with the I'm going to go with the tie. You're going to go with the tie. No, No, I'm just kidding. Uh, we're going to go with the Chargers. I think the Chargers are going to pull this one out and go on to the playoffs. Yeah,
0: I'm going to pick the Chargers as well. I mean, I, I've saw people talking about the kneel down thing. You really think that a divi- two division rivals would actually do the kneel thing, even if it meant that they were both going to the playoffs? I don't think that that would happen. No,
2: I don't think so, but I honestly would love to oh, see it. Oh, me too. Not watch the game, but I think it would be hilarious.
0: Oh, me too. I would love to see something crazy like that. That would be really fun. But anyways, this has been really fun. Uh, good episode, Mike. Uh playoffs yes. just around the yes. corner. Uh, I don't know if you have anything else you want to say before we wrap
2: things up this week. Let me let me pull it up, Joe. Give me give me 5 I, seven, I wonder let's what let's what's you're going pulling on up. In the NBA. <laughs> uh the Bulls didn't play today. Joe, so <laughs> I don't really, know why you're into the Bulls, but Oh, uh, dude, they won yesterday 102-98. to 98. They beat the Magic. I mean, we're 25-10. and 10. I'm not even a Bulls fan, but <laughs> to be honest, they're, they're a fun team to follow. So, yeah, you know, Bulls are just riding that hot streak, Joe. Very
0: good. I, I just love that. I would have never, I don't know, I didn't even know you cared a lick about the Bulls, but ever since this podcast, you've just brought them up. It's phenomenal.
2: Yeah. Joe, I honestly don't. It's just you asked me that one day, and the first thing I thought of was the Bulls. <laughs> I just kind of went with the memes and just hammered down and... Can you on? name two players on the Chicago Bulls right now? Uh DeMar DeRozan, Lonzo Ball, Zach Levine. Dang. I can name, I can name a few. Wow, I, I, I know they're big. Three. Alex
0: Caruso, man, he's on there too. Oh, the Caruso, the Caruso. I Forgot about <laughs> the Caruso yeah, man. No, I like the, I like the Bulls too. But anyways, we won't talk too much about basketball. Uh, playoffs are coming up. Uh, for Mike, pumped. For Joe, behind the mic, doing all the hard work. For myself. Um we're we're signing off
2: I guess. I, I I don't know how I usually end
0: this. I feel like I'm a little rusty.
2: We will see you in the next one.